Hello and welcome to One Scarlet Night Way, the um, podcast that talks about Rutgers football. Um, we're going to be doing post-game reactions, maybe some pre-game, talk about the off-season, some signings. I mean, obviously not. You can't pay the players, but obviously, you know, um, recruiting, all that. We'll talk about coaching, plays. Um, this is the first one. I know I started it pretty late in the season, only uh, two games here. Actually, one game after this. Penn State game. I'm going to be talking about the Michigan State game today. And, um, yeah, let's get this started here. So, I'm, so um, we'll just get this started. Uh, that I don't know if you can really blame the defense for the problems that they've had today. 27 points to a top team like uh, Michigan State is really not that bad, I got to say. Um, that's not that bad. Michigan State is a great team. I mean, not a great, great, like Ohio State or stuff. But, you know, that's a pretty decent team. And for the defense to hold like that, I mean, you know, it's not really the problem for Rutgers. And, obviously, it's it's the offense. It's offense, the coaching. Offense and coaching is really the problem. <sighs> yeah. I mean, when you're having more rushing yards than passing yards, you got a problem. Especially when you have 50. What was it, 58 passing yards, I believe? No, it was 47. 47 passing yards, I believe. But I'll, I'm going to fact check that right here. But I believe it was um, 47, 47 passing yards and 77 rushing yards. And, I mean, the thing I really noticed the game today was the quarterback runs. I mean, you could obviously see it. They were just running and running and running and running. Jesus. And it wasn't like it was even... Running back runs. It was uh It was um. It was a quarterback runs. Like he went to find a wide open receiver, and it's not like he he. I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna call um. I'm gonna call him like just a bad. I'm gonna have to call. I'm just gonna call him a bad Lamar Jackson. That's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna call Johnny Wagon. I'm just gonna call him a bad Lamar Jackson because he when he tried to scramble. He's not he's not fast. He's he is slow. He just and when he gets tackled, he's not trying to go for the extra yard. He gets tackled and he just gets bowled over. He just gets bulldozed. And he just he just gets completely bulldozed when he tries to go and run and it's not really helping you out. Two yards runs. I mean it was the offense say which is pathetic. Especially in that first half. Holy shit. Three and out nation, guys. I mean they didn't have a first, you know, fun fact. They didn't actually have a first down the whole first half. Fun, yeah, that's fun fact. That's not a very fun fact. That's a sad fact. Oh, I mean, when your offense is as slow as that, what? I believe it was eight punts. Yeah, it was eight punts for like 330 yards. Just sad. Just sad. I'll pull up the official stat. I mean, I can pull up. The, I'm gonna pull up the official stats here versus the Michigan State. But shit. Holy. I mean, I, I'm. I'm sorry to curse, but damn, you can't be that bad. You can't be that bad. The offense was just slow as hell. You can't blame this on the defense. Defense held their job to a top team like them. Defense, the defense had, they did their job. You can't blame it on them. They did their job. And Brian Lewerk, I know, and Brian Lewerk is not a, he's not, I mean, he's a pretty good quarterback. You know, great, obviously, but, I mean, they held him. 
and they got around to that interception. The end zone was pretty good. I mean, their defense can really throw flat. Um, um, can really so like can really show because their their defensive line is very good too. They have a very, I think they have a very good pass rush. I forgot. I don't know. I gotta see how many sacks I got here, but um, I know that they got a, they got a bit of sacks. I mean, they have a good defensive line. They bring the pressure, and that's I mean the interception today. I mean the interception today it was it was an interception, and um they they can get pressure. They got they pressured Ryan Lewis today. I'm surprised actually. I thought the Michigan State would be a bit better. I mean, I I could say they probably underperformed. They didn't play at their highest level today. They could have been better. But, um, I mean, what we've seen of them from the past, but, uh, I mean, they didn't really play as, nor- they didn't really play as they normally do. I thought it would be more of a blowout, but, um, I mean, I guess I'll give the Rutgers. They held their ground. It was, but, I mean, you, there's a difference, like, holding your ground, and I don't even know how to describe it, but, um, Um, oh, here's the official box score here. Ryan Luber, 21 for 30, 239 passing yards, three touchdowns, and interception. I mean, look, he did get three touchdowns. I don't know if it shows here how many times he got sacked. I could check that. No, um, fumbles. Um, team stats right here. But um, we'll check that here. Michigan State with 25 first downs. I mean, that's a lot, but 27 points. It's all about the points. It doesn't matter the stats. Just about the points. 27 points to a team like MSU is, I mean, they they, they held their ground. And um, Rockers has, I mean, they kind of picked it up in the, I'll give it to them. They did pick it up in the, uh, they, pick, they picked it up in the, uh, Second half, but the first half was just a bloody nightmare that they would want. They really want to forget. And only one, for, I mean, only one interception by their quarterback. When you have eight receptions, eight for twenty was. Mm. Oh my goodness, that's sad. Um. Fifty-seven pass. I mean, fifty-seven passing yards. Is that the official stats right here? Fifty-seven passing yards for Langan. Oh my gosh! I mean, eight for twenty, two point nine yards a game. Interceptions one. Well, when you're barely throwing the ball, yeah, that could look good. Whatever. Um, he, I don't. He didn't have a touchdown today. Though, rushing did better than the passing, but. I mean, when you're, I mean, when you're just doing draw plays and running it off the gut, that's not really, um, yeah, so two turnovers by Rutgers, and, um, MSU, MSU at one turnover with that interception in the end zone, I mean, they did really pressure Brian Lewark today, I think they did, I think they did a pretty good job of pressuring him, but, I mean, I mean, I'll give him. I think they have a. I think they have a big, pretty decent defensive line. I don't think that's their problem. So I'll give them that. They, they have. They have a good defensive line, but it's like the time of possession really kills them. When Michigan State has all this time, you could check the official thing right here. Possession. Michigan State had third had 
30, it was 37 point, I mean 37 minutes and 51 seconds, and Rutgers with 22 minutes and 9 seconds. That's sad, but when you're going three and out a lot, that's really what you could expect when you're just going three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. I mean, we're going three and out like that. Um, I mean, the run game, I mean, I don't really know. The run game, I guess you could give Rutgers, you know, they put the run game. I mean, they just put the run game in there, so. I mean, they had the run game, um. Take more of the stature by each player. Um, Michigan State rushing. Col- uh, you had Collins. He was one of their main rusher today. 31 carries. 109 yards, which is pretty decent for him. I mean, I don't think the, the defense didn't really do that bad. I, they, they held their ground, especially against a pretty good team like MSU. They held their ground. And, um... And uh, box over here. Let's show. We're gonna see uh, the other players here. For Rutgers, John Langdon, eight for twenty, fifty-seven yards. I mean, nothing seemed fun about that. And ooh, another fun fact here, guys. Their quarterback had more rushes than their running back. What the hell, fuck, Jesus. I mean, not the curse. I mean, I don't want to curse. It's got to keep your kid friendly, but you're, the, the main thing if you're running back is to run the ball. You don't have Lamar Jackson here. Okay, I understand Lamar Jackson's your quarterback, but John Langdon is not a guy who you just want to be with your Lamar Jackson and juke out people. He just gets, and the annoying thing is he, he runs, he gets tackled, and he just allows them to completely destroy him and push him back. And just... Wow. Um, check from the guys from the defense. Tackles. Inzel. Oh, jeez, that's a long name. Let me, let me check here. Kristen Inzel for the Scarlet Knights. Um, for the season, 37 solo tackles, 0 force fumbles, 0 interceptions. Uh, this game here, he had 8 solo tackles, tackles, uh, Tackled total. He had 10 to assist. So pretty good today. I mean, for a, he didn't really have any for a loss though. He was um he was Rutgers top uh he was he was the top guy for Rutgers on defense. And uh, I'll check out the rest of the guys here. Um. Oh, we have the game leaders here for um for uh Rutgers and Michigan State is Michigan State. I mean. Langdon is just you're running. The thing that's annoying is your running back's job is to run. Okay, leave the running to the running back, and especially to a guy like um um what's his name again? Especially to a guy like to especially to a guy like um to to Pat to Patio. I mean, he's had some flashes. He's pretty good. I mean, I'll give it to him. He's a pretty talented guy. I mean, we saw. You saw some flashes of him this season of greatness. He's he can play pretty good. And he can play pretty good so far this season. Seven touchdowns, 
600 yards, 140 attempts. He's averaging 4.3 a game, which is pretty good. That's a pretty solid season. I'll give it to him. And he's a sophomore, so he could really develop. And I think he's a star. He, he could be a star that developed for Rutgers. And, you know, like in the senior season, if he stays, which he probably will. I mean, he could be a star for the next two years. And, I mean, he could be a pretty good player for them. But you got to give him his rushes, though. You don't have a Lamar Jackson quarterback. I'm sorry that I keep giving that example, but you don't. You do not. Lamar Jackson is not your quarterback. Okay, quarterback throws, running back runs. Can we make that a deal, guys? Please, can we make that a deal. I mean, it's pretty frustrating. It's pretty. It's just frustrating the dumb stuff like that that happens. Um. So talk about some more stuff. We'll get into some other coaching and the preview uh, for the Penn State game on later. Talk some more here. Um, so the top leaders for Rutgers today were um were Patchio, Jabari, Young, Melton, Washington. No, that's a receipt. That's a receiver. My bad. It was Indel, Barrow, Fat. Jeez, these <laughs> these um names are weird. Fasco, Turner, Tim Battle, Avery, all those guys. But um you know, they had some big days. They had some they had, they had some good days for that. Um yeah. I mean they had some they had some good they had a good day, the defense. Brian Lewerk I mean Brian Lewerk is a good quarterback, I'll give him that, but I mean they got to him out the defense did their job. But, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff. There's just so many holes in the offense that need to be fixed. It's, and I don't, I don't know if you would call holes. It's just play calling. I think we have to, I, I blame it on the play calling. That's just me. I blame it on the play calling. It's just the dumbest stuff. Like, it's the, the QB draws things. Um, it's the dumb, it's the dumb things. And, like, um, news of Campanelli. Campanelli, Campanelli, whatever his name is, is just—it's just, just, just—I don't—I don't really know what it, what it is with him. I just—I'm just frustrated. It's just frustrated. Just the the play calling is probably gonna is the thing that's ruining their offense. And I don't know if you want to blame this on the head coach, but it, but the number one the the number one is John. Is John McNutley. Um, my bad, not John McNutley. Not their offensive coordinator. Offensive coordinator, twenty eight. Yeah, my bad on that. Okay. Okay, uh, who is their offensive, I'm just trying to find out their offensive coordinator here, and it looks like Nuzel Campanelli is their offensive coordinator, it was not the other guy, my bad on that, okay, I sound like an idiot right now, don't I, oof, F-O-F, F-F-F, okay, um, but just Nuzel Campanelli, please be fired at the end of the year. Please just get. I just want him to be fired and gone and out of my life. I don't want to hear about him anymore. He's a horrible coach. His offensive coordinator is pathetic. 
he is pathetic. He's, he's really Andy. Andy, um, he is the defense, not the linebacker. Okay, the defensive coordinator. He is the defensive coordinator for the game. I think. I mean. I mean, let's check the scores. Let's. I want to check some scores. See what they've been doing. Cause I know you can't really base them off one game. So I don't want to do the one just one game. But let's check the rest of these scores. Um, obviously, the Ohio State blow out. They're giving up a lot of points. But. But it's really not on them. It's just it, you can't blame it on them. It's not really on them. So let's go from game one here all the way. Okay, Rutgers won that against UMass. But let's see. One, two, three, four. They're, they have played four games that they didn't score a point. So is the defense the problem for their losses? No. No, they're absolutely not. I, Ohio State, I know you let up 56 points. I That's, that's a lot. Okay. Illinois, you, I know you, that's a lot of points, not 38. Especially, maybe, probably not one of their best shows. Illinois is not a powerhouse football squad, so maybe you shouldn't do that. But you can also, the offense only scored 10 points, so who, who's the blame here? Um, Against Liberty, 34. I mean, probably should not be giving up that many points against Liberty, but their offense did come alive that game. That's really what won it for them. 42-7 in Minnesota. Offense only scored a touchdown that game. Got blown out. And, yeah, that was just a pathetic showing by them. Oh, and then against Rutgers, Indiana. Sorry, it's late. It's like 11 o'clock. Indiana against Rutgers. Rutgers scores 0 points. Indiana goes 35 points. Which, I mean, 35 points a lot for an Indiana team. But when your offense is pathetic, I mean, it's... Another thing is pride. You gotta, you gotta take pride in what you're doing, and I mean, if you want to win a football game, you have to have pride. And when you're on defense and you see your offense not scoring, it's it's like a punch in the gut almost. It feels like really. Go back to the Maryland game here, forty-eight to seven. They lost offense seven points. Maryland forty-eight. Another thing with the pride. Just I don't know if these players even want to. Like, they're just feeling like maybe they don't want to play against on the defense because of like you see that your offense is just going so pathetic and you're not. It's not really much help. It's really, and I mean with the offense, the offense, all the coaches. It's it's just like they're not even clicking against Michigan, blown out fifty-two to zero. Oh, geez. I mean fifty-two, a lot of points against Michigan, but scored zero points. Boston College thirty sixteen, Iowa thirty points. Another, I mean, I'll I'll give that one to the defense. Held them thirty points. Well, they were number nineteen in the country. That's uh, a ranked good team, and your offense is pathetic. Um, their first one of the year. Rutgers got the offense going. Twenty one. They won that, and that's their year so far. Two and nine, which is. That uh, okay. So now let's talk about um. Should we go into the preview for Penn State or um? I think we'll go into the preview for Penn State. So let's get into that. 
that is next week. Um, Penn State football. Let's do. Okay. In the bin, like scroll, scroll. Okay. So um, yeah, they are playing Penn State, number nine Penn State, top in the country, and they gave, they gave um Ohio State a a fight. And I mean, not many people have done that so far. I mean, you have a lot of these good teams walk in there and just get blown out by Ohio State, and they really held their ground. So, I mean, I'm probably going to predict a, a Penn State dub here. I'm sorry, guys, but, I mean, I think Penn State is going to, Penn State will probably win. Um, Depends if your defense is going to show up. I mean, depends what your defense and offense do. Um, I mean, I don't think the offense is, I hope. Maybe they take some pride, but I'm gonna have to go forty-one to seventeen. I'm gonna go forty-one seventeen as my prediction for the game against uh, Penn State. That's on Saturday on the thirtieth of November. So um, three thirty on BTN. Oh, see about that one. Check some new. I'm going to check some other news from around the country. Uh, um, yeah, so that's, I mean, got to Sean Cliff, Clifford, whatever his name is. Um, you got to watch out for him. Brian Lewick and Sean Clifford, I actually think they're pretty similar, similar actually, their play style. and I feel like every... And State quarterback feels almost the same now with him. Um, Christian Hackenberg, uh, McSorley. I feel like they all play the same. I don't know, it's just a weird thing I got. Whatever, I feel like they just all play the same. Whatever. But, I mean, overall, Penn State will probably blow them out of the water. Um, check some Penn State stats here. Penn State football Nittley Lions. Yep, coming off that loss to Ohio. So, I mean, they really gave Ohio a fight. Hmm. They really did give Ohio, um, gave Ohio a fight. And, um, I mean, surprisingly, because no other team really can. Ohio feels like it should be number one in the country to LSU. I mean, LSU and Ohio are both right there for number one in the country. They're both really great teams. I mean, they're just both great teams. That, um, they're just both great teams that are, are up there. Um, oh gosh, I, I have allergies. I have allergies. I'm just, I have a little bit of a cold. Oh, let's check some Penn State football stats. That's ESPN. Yeah. I don't know, I just feel like you get the best stats from ESPN. Let's check them out so far. Uh, Sean Cl- let's check this out. Okay, so Sean Clifford right now. 2000, oh, you got it. Sean Clifford is obviously the star of the role friends. He's their quarterback, very good. And um, you can see a few trends with him. He passes the ball, he scores touchdowns. He got a lot, he's got 2,000, he's got uh, 2,400 passing yards. Yeah, you see a trend there? Yeah, he throws the ball. He doesn't do quarterback for us, so um, 
If you're a coach, Rutgers, if you're listening right now, hmm, take some examples, guys. Hmm. Um, 22 touchdowns, 6 picks, sacked 19 times, so I mean offensive line, so it's so far so good. I mean, they're pretty good. Check out the rushing, uh, so, um, check out the rushing thing. Um, 86 attempts, oh, that feels kind of low. 521 yards, wow, okay. 6 touchdowns, 6.1 yards a game. I believe he had battled some injuries, so mm, that's probably why he doesn't have that many attempts. But, uh, yeah. And I've been like, screw, let's check, uh, let's check him for the last couple of games. He had a nice game against Indiana. He's been on a pretty good hot streak of late. I mean, he's, well, he saw down a little against Michigan and MSU. Against Michigan State and Michigan, um, but he played pretty good against, um, Minnesota and Indiana and OSU, so he's a pretty, he's gonna be their X Factor. Him and Son Clifford, you gotta watch out for him on the uh, on the offensive side of ball. Check what else here. Uh, receiving yards. Oh, and I'm sorry, I didn't even mention his name for the running back, Penn State's running back. Jeez, oh my gosh, I'm losing my mind today. Um. Journey Brown. I forgot the name. I'm really sorry. Okay. Yeah, this is only my first one so far. So we're still learning. Top receiver. Top receiver, KJ Hamill. Top receiver, KJ Hamill. 800 yards so far. 46 receptions. They touched down. 17.2 catch. So that's pretty good. Coming off the uh, Ohio State game, 47 um, yards, three receptions, no touchdowns. That's think so I'll check out the rest here. Holy matrimony, I just heard that commercial. Okay. Um, tackles. Okay, I'll check out here for their um, top tackles right now. We'll go to, and the award goes to Mitchell Parsons, who's been having a Having a pretty good year. He's a linebacker, four of them, two sacks, 37 solo tackles, one force fumble. Nice. And uh, no interceptions. Uh, um, let's check out the stats for the last couple of games. He's been on a, he's been heating up lately. He goes from, he had 10 tackles in the OSU game against Ohio State. He had a nice game there. And... And he slowed down a little against Indiana, but he has been on a hot streak. Goes to Minnesota, gets 11 and 6 solo. And then he just heats up. And he goes to MSU, gets 12. And then against Michigan, he gets 14. That's pretty good. Their interception, the leader is kind of low, I gotta say. And, um, leave it as, what's his first name here? John Reed. <sighs> They're senior, so. Senior, so I'll check out the last few games and check out his stats. Um, surprised at what position does he play here? Cornerback, so he's a cornerback with the top interceptions, but he gets mean. I'm surprised, really, not too much to see here with John Reed, but you know, he's another guy for them that you're gonna have to watch out for. So, um, enough with that.
we're going to finish off with the Rutgers coaching. Um, well, let's get to the top four in the nation right now. I know it's a big discussion. Who should be number one, number two, number three? And who would I give to number one in the country right now? I think I'm going to have to go LSU. I'm sorry. I mean, LSU, a lot of people saying LSU or Clemson. But, I mean, just think LSU. They have been playing so many ranked opponents that they're... They've played so many ranked opponents that are just so good. And, I mean, that's why I'm going to have to give it to him. I'm give it to them, not him. Give it to them. They're very good. And they've been pretty good. And to number two, I know a lot of people are going to be battling with Clemson or OSU. And I'm going to have to give this one to OSU because they just play in a much more competitive conference than the ACC. I mean, the ACC, don't get me wrong, competitive conference. But we all know that the ACC is a bunch of cupcakes, really. I mean, don't get me wrong, Clemson is an absolutely amazing school, but, I mean, you feed on people, like, let's see, I want to see how many teams in the ACC are ranked right now. I'd love to see this, I want to see this. Hmm. Um, let's check this, the top 25, I want to check the top 25 and see if any of these teams are, um, from the ACC. Top two five college football. Can I not check it here? Hmm. Let me go, 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 go. And here we okay. Um, I really don't see. Let's go find. Oh, Boston College. Okay, there. No, I know that's Notre Dame. Okay, they're not ranked. Uh, so, uh, really no, I mean, besides Clemson, there's really no other, I mean, it's really, Clemson's just staying on a bunch of companies, I mean, with, I mean, um, with OSU, who has to play a bunch of tough teams, you got Minnesota, I mean, you got a bunch of hard teams, Minnesota, Michigan, a bunch of great teams, and, oh, um, Iowa, you got a bunch of great teams in the Big Ten that are just much more competitive. So, number three, we go to Clemson. Number two, Ohio State. Number one, LSU. And with the number four spot on this, I am going to have to give this to... You know what? I want to I wanna debate this a little. Who should I... I don't think I can really make that up now. So, let's, let's see. Um... Who should I give it to? Let me see what I think I'm gonna go with. Let me check out Minnesota football gophers. Who have they played so far? That's how many ranked opponents. So. Okay, here we go. They have played. Okay, they played SD State, which, okay. Wow, they almost lost to them. They almost lost to Fresno. They almost lost to GA Southern. Let's see when they probably play any good teams here. Um, Illinois destroyed. They destroyed Purdue. They destroyed Nebraska. Barris Rutgers and Barris Maryland. And obviously, I mean, they played a bunch. They played some pretty decent teams there. And then they go up in Penn State at home and they win, get the dub there. But then they fall short in Iowa after they go what Iowa went up by twenty three nothing. They came back, 
barely lost that. They beat Northwestern, and I mean, really against Wisconsin is gonna really, I mean, determine what where they should go. Um, is really gonna determine where they go. But I guess I'm probably gonna have to give this one to Georgia. I think I'm gonna have to go number in number four to Georgia, number five to. I'm gonna have to still go with number five to Alabama. Um, no, actually, you know what? I'll go with number five to the Gophers. They the Gophers played have played some pretty tough teams, and and then number six to Bama. I mean, I'm sorry that a bunch of Bama fans are gonna be giving me hate comments, but who have they played? Actually, you know, we're gonna have to move them even more down. I think we're gonna give. Should go to number five. I think number five in the country should probably be Oregon. They've played a lot of great teams in the Pac-12. You play, you play tons of great teams, and and um, Je- Herbert, who has been playing sensational football. I mean, really, uh, the um, I mean, when they lost that Auburn in the beginning, which is Auburn is still a great school that they lost to. So, I think, and they play a lot of ranked teams in the Pac-12. So, give number five to Oregon. Num- then I'm going to go number six to Bama. I don't think we could put them down that far. And the Gophers at number, sh- where am I? number six, number seven, number seven. And then um, I'm doing a lot of the one loss team here. And also, uh, and also, and also, um, I'm. I'm going to have to give that one to Oklahoma and then the Baylor Bears because Baylor just, they got really unlucky in that game against um, Oklahoma. And I don't really think that's who they represent. Oklahoma, um, Ohio, Oklahoma is a, a great team. And Baylor just, that's, and I don't think that's who they represent. I just, I think that they're a much better team than how they choked in that game, Baylor. So I'm going to have to move them up there. And uh, those are the couple teams. And, um, yeah. So let's get into more stuff on the Rutgers coaching coaching search. Um, Rutgers, uh, Rutgers football coaching. Rutgers football coaching. Coaching uh, searches. So obviously Nuzo is going to be is probably going to be fired at the end of the year. Just clean him. Clean straight. This news is going to be, um... He's probably just going to be fired straight. Just get him out of there. I don't want to see it. I just, I just get it out of my head. I just don't want to do any of it. Yeah, I just don't even... I just don't, I just don't want to know about it. Just get him out of here. Let's get a new. Co- and really, you know what? Let's. I think. Uh, Reg Sabrino. Let's check some more about him. Reg Sabrino, football coach. Um. Reg Sabrino is a form. Uh, he was the head coach of Rutgers from 2001 to 2011, and he went to the Buccaneers. I mean, didn't nothing really great happen with them, but uh, 
after really after you really go for rockers that's when their downfall happens so um I think Reg is the guy. I think uh can we get can we get in the can we get in the reviews uh Greg the guy? Hire Greg the guy for Rockers head coach. I think uh Greg the guy. Sabrina should be the next head coach of Rockers. I think hopefully he can really rebuild off Rockers. I know it's not gonna be easy. And when he took on Rutgers, they weren't really that bad of a team. So, we got to see how it would play out. Because Rutgers is a shipwreck now. But if he comes, you know, maybe he can pull off some magic in Piscataway. Who knows? Magic in Piscataway. And if he could do that, he could just come back and rebuild the program. That would be great. I mean, a lot of... And and just maybe make... And even... And there's a lot of things. If, if Rutgers become relevant again... I mean, a lot of people wouldn't notice it, but college football is not very big in the Northeast. It isn't, because you don't have any great teams. Down in the South, it's huge, because you have so many great teams. Every state, basically, in the South has a good football team. Texas, Mississippi has old, you know, Texas, the Longhorns, Mississippi, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Alabama, you know, Alabama, Auburn, Florida, Florida, Florida State, Miami, so many great teams. Georgia, you got, I could keep going on and on, but I'm not. And that's why college football, because we just don't have any good teams up here. I mean, Rutgers, they were, but, I mean, you know, we all obviously know their downfall. So, um, yeah, that leaves, I mean, the few college football fans we probably have up here are either Rutgers or Syracuse, and Syracuse is not a good team, okay? They're not. Basically, Rutgers, but I mean, they play. They probably play easier team. They play a lot more easier teams than Rutgers. If Rutgers was in the ACC, they could maybe even have a few more wins because there's not very. There's not a lot of. I mean, there's obviously Clemson, but I mean, the ACC is basically just Clemson. That's all people really know the ACC football for is Clemson, and nothing really else. And just nothing really else. So. Yeah, um, we'll just get, I mean, really, the door Rutgers has to do is get Nuzo out. We'll put, we could put a real coach like Rick Soprino in, and let's get the show on the road, and and let's just get Rutgers back on top. That would be so much fun. You know, it would be great. Get him. Get Sabrino back. It would just be awesome. I mean, I would love to have college football back. I mean, not many people even... No college football up here. Not many people like it. Not many people up in Jersey, New York. I mean, all over the Northeast really even like college football because you don't have any teams. Yeah, but um, just don't when you don't just don't have any teams. And it would be so much fun to have get college football back up in the Northeast. Yeah. So um, enough rambling for tonight. All night. Um. No, for now, I'm for how, how long has this podcast gone? 40 minutes, okay. Well, the first podcast of... Can I get this right this time? I did, like, the intro, like, five times, believe me. One Scarlet Night way. I'm going to have to get used to saying that every um podcast at the beginning, but um, oh, I'm going to have to get used to saying that, aren't I?
Yeah, I'm gonna have to get used to. I'm really gonna have to get used to saying that. Sorry for that delay there. I was just looking at this. I'm really gonna have to, yeah. But uh, I'm sorry for the delay here. I'm gonna we're gonna end this podcast off. Um, I mean, we'll run into the Penn State game. I don't know if there's. I don't really have any other topics I can really think of in the next 10 seconds. And there isn't. But, um, no, that's enough for one podcast today. It is late. I just want to get to bed and, you know, watch the Jets and the Giants tomorrow. Jets playing in the Raiders at home. Giants up in Chicago, Chicago, in Soldier Field. And, uh, I'm a Jets fan, so you, you know my pain. And uh, hopefully we get our third one in a row. And the Giants getting their losing streak. But um, okay, let's end this for the let's end this for good now. Let's get to forty. And we're at forty-one minutes of this podcast. Damn it, has gone for long. Well, um, so uh, that's enough for that. And um, actually, I was at the. And if you were wondering, I was actually at the Rutgers game today. And I was actually at the Rutgers game today. Yeah, that's why I was talking a lot. Probably it's going to be an extra long one today. And I was just... And the fun, I just wanted to share something with you guys. When you So Rutgers has two levels to their stadium. Nobody sat on the second level. Absolutely nobody. And when we were checking the tickets, they were $12 a person to sit up there. And it, it, no, it was $4, I believe, a person to sit up in the second level. Which was absolutely amazing. Four dollars. But, um, wow. But, um, okay, it's really been fun. Let's end this episode off. I want to get to bed. Gotta stop rambling. We're at 42 minutes, guys. Whip, poop, poop, hooray. And, uh, hopefully, at least someone watch this. And, um, let's go, Rockers. Scarlet Knights, here we go. Get, hopefully get, get this dub on Penn State and I will see you guys in the next podcast most likely after the Penn State game. We will be doing off-season ones if you're wondering so about recruiting and stuff but um and coaches firing because obviously I hope Nuzo's gone at the end of the year and uh, I will see you guys in the next one um good goodbye guys see ya